Welcome to Italo's Black Tech Radio. This is Italo speaking. Uh, it's been a long time, but it's never too late to start again, again, to start over again with a new season of the show. And I have a guest here who actually I, I met her through TikTok. Uh, her name is Lala. What is the your handle again? Lala5709. Right. So welcome to the show. I hope this is recording well. <laughs> I'm always having... Anyway, <laughs> welcome, welcome. So the reason we're here today, we actually agreed to do this because we both watch them on Prime. Mm -hmm. And if you're wondering who them is, you have to... I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a little warning. I'm not gonna spoil all the secrets of the show here. Uh, in the first um, few minutes, but if you guys don't want me to spoil anything at all, like I suggest that you watch, I think it's 10 episodes um, of the show, which is currently on Prime Video, and it was uh, a very intense, very intense show to watch. Uh, I don't know about you, Lala, but for me, it was, I had to process this over a week and a half, and you just watched the you just finished watching it. So what is mm -hmm. your, what, how do you feel right now? Um, you know, it was heavy. It was very heavy. Um, definitely, I think people who go in to watch it, I think most, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, most black people already have like their security like blanket on before they watch movies like this. Um, so you definitely need one, but not just as a black person, but, you know, as a mother, as a father, like every role, like you need to prepare yourself because it's just mm, unbelievable. Yeah. So for those that don't, don't haven't seen the show, I'll give you a little synopsis. Um, so the story uh, takes place in the, I think it's late 1950s in Compton, California, where this family, um, this family, uh, their names are the Emery's. I don't know if I'm saying it right. The Emery's, which is Lucky and Henry Emery, and their two daughters arrive in Compton, California, back in the days when it was an all white uh, neighborhood and they are the only African-Americans are not only the, well, I wouldn't say the first ones, but they're, they're really the real, real minority in this case. And they're the first least, ones in that neighborhood, particularly on that street. Yeah, so they're, they're probably the second ones, the second neighbors moving in uh, from, where are they moving again? Um, from? North, North Carolina. Right. 
Was it okay. North Carolina? I think so. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, the premise is basically they're moving in um, because they're they're running from the South, basically, right? Mm -hmm. From South racism uh, for another opportunity to start over in California, in this town that seems to be very promising, very, um, yeah, a white neighborhood, which is promising, right? But in there, I think that when it really starts getting or um, kind of weird for me, and it's because Okay, so here's the thing. Let me start up by saying this. This show is um, a horror series, right? Very heavily based on real events. So uh, it talks about red line, redlining in California uh, where African-American uh, people were not allowed to move to certain areas, right? And so that's, that, that's the premise of the show and within their contract uh, or within their sales, the sales contract, they have a, um, a clause that says no people of color or Negroes as they call them back, back in those days are not allowed you know, in this area. And the real estate agent kind of pulls them into, into buying, the, buying into it, right? And she just crosses the, that part out and oh, this is, you know, it's just something that yeah, we're gonna fix. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna fix that later. Don't worry about it. We're we're progressive here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I actually bought into it. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm just shocked that it was part of the contract. Honestly, uh, I don't know why I'm shocked, but I was. <laughs> I was. Right. Crazy. <clears throat> and so I think that's the the part. The, the parts for me of the show that were more eerie for me were the parts that were based on real events like that, that particular event. Um, anyways, I don't want to spoil much right now, but there are events throughout the show that are still happening today. Um, but basically back in those days in the 50s were even more um, in your face. They were more how can I say mm -hmm. that? It was more um, covert, uh, more overt than covert, which is not to say worse or better, but that's the way I think it's, it was more in your face. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, where do you think it was the part that you just started getting the, the tension? Was it the first episode? What episode <laughs> really caught to you? 100% the first episode. Okay. 100%. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think um, like when uh, I feel like, like now I'm starting to spill the beans. Um, like the, yeah, the, yeah, the for, you know. The older Warning. lady. Being worn, so we could start spoiling the beans. Okay, so the, the older lady randomly coming to the house is not something that happens in the South. The only time they come out and they come to other people's homes is not to ask for sugar. You know what I'm saying? Especially back in those times. So I was just kind of like, oh, what's about to happen? 
there's no way I could ever imagine that right. what had happened. Um, so I guess I'll explain what happened. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so the black lady sitting there, I'm sorry, what's uh, Miss Emerson? Um, so her name is, uh, well, she goes by Lucky. Um, Livia. Livia is, is the, the, uh, the character's name. Livia mm-hmm. Emery, played by Deborah Ayorinde. Yeah. And I forget the lady's name um, right now, but I'll, I'll check it out right now. But Yeah. So Lucky sitting there with her, her baby, her baby boy, and she's, you know, doing housework and playing with them and it's cute. And then next thing you know, you see, you know, their dog. Ooh, yeah. So you see their dog like wanting to get go outside. And so she goes out, she lets the dog outside and there's this old white woman there. And um, the lady starts singing, what would you call that kind of song? I don't even know what that kind of um, Like a nursery, nursery rhyme. Nursery rhyme, but it's Very kind racist. of <laughs> black folks, right. And um, the, so they turn around and um, she, she sees this three, I think it was two other guys or three other guys, uh, the ladies' kids, I guess, coming up and she runs in the house. She runs in the house and, or Lucky runs in the house. And when I saw the, these big guys coming, I thought, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, this is not going to be good. Still yeah. watching. At this point, I'm still watching. But then when... It was when they got in the house and he first grabbed her, I automatically knew he was going to rape her. And so I'm, I'm kind of watching like this, not literally, but like kind of like still it, like watching, but like trying not to like watch or pay attention too much. Mm-hmm. And then, cause you know, you don't want to be triggered by things, whatever. And then like, I, I began to think, um, the goal of of the white lady she just stood there and like watched it allowed it before she even started walking around the house looking for the baby you know like I don't know it was weird oh yeah so anyways it was it was just extremely weird and then she's she's playing peekaboo with a baby and I didn't think anything was weird. I did not think anything was weird about that. It wasn't until she put the baby inside the pillowcase where I automatically knew that's when I knew something bad was good, like she was gonna kill the baby. <clears throat> and I only, like, I remember like studying like African-American history in college and all that stuff, whatever, like all of those feelings of reading those textbooks and, you know, learning about the things that they did to black women and their newborn babies started to flood me. And I immediately was just like looking away. The lady started singing that chime, you know, like that, that little, I don't even know what you want to call it, uh, statement. 
and it was tormenting. It was absolutely tormenting. And yeah, you know, I, I just can't. I, I I can't imagine people who call themselves Christians um, and, and stand on the base of the Bible um, could even do something so atrocious. You know what I mean? Like it's just absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah, there, there, there was, there was, um, okay, let me just say that there are uh, some movies or shows that I've seen that I don't know when they're going to trigger me, but yeah, that, that scene, and mind you, that scene was actually cut off from uh, episode one, so you, you don't see what happens to, to Lucky until episode five, I believe it is, like in the middle of the uh, I was wondering season, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the, the interesting part was they don't show you everything that went on in North, in North Carolina yet, yeah. but you have to kind of go back to it on episode five, right? So the way they did it, and of course they, give, they have to give you some kind of develop the characters and everything. So mm-hmm. once they developed the character of Lucky and her husband and the daughters, you kind of have already a feeling for the family, right? Yeah, a feeling of hope, a feeling of. Um, of and so faith. when they go back to that, it, by that particular episode you're describing, and I, I was starting to picture, I'm like, because you know, when I'm watching the episode, I'm wondering who is that boy? Who does that boy? grow up to be that, that's what i was thinking i'm like yeah 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 oh my god no tell me oh my lord oh uh mm-hmm. it, it actually that that was one episode i think i we stopped watching because it is the shortest one of the season it's like uh, 30 minutes or something it's really short but it's the most like punch punch god god punching yeah. one, like Oh, yeah. this, this, oh, no, this is, uh, yeah, Awful. it was really, really triggering. Awful. There's one thing that um, I had talked about when I was telling you last night um, that I don't know if you went back to watch the first episode or not, but where the, the father is having, uh, is, is trying to get over being, coming back home from the war. Yeah. Did you ever have to watch that? I have to. I have to watch it again. But yeah, I didn't see it after I saw the first, you know, the season. And so right now, I feel like all my episodes are running together. <laughs> so yeah. I apologize, That's but okay. um, I think, I think, you know, the other underlined kind of heartbreaking thing is. You know, once you find out about them, you know, he got a, a great job. He, you know, they bought a, their first or they bought a house in, in this really nice neighborhood and you're rooting for them. You want them, you know, like, yeah, they got this. And then you start to see the tree leaves kind of withering because you start to learn about kind of the issues that they're carrying with them to California, you know? Yeah. And you know, and it's not just, you know, the rape of the mom or, or, you know, the dealing with the war. Um, 
it's dealing with, you know, the interpersonal things, you know, like, you know, he lost his son and he wasn't there. And you know what I mean? It's just all yeah. these different things. And who knows what Lucky was thinking, you know, as far as like whether or not she wished her, you know, like her husband should have been there or not. But it wasn't until the end where you find out like she she was like, it's okay, you know. Uh, basically what I was I was um thinking about was how Henry has his alter ego which is another theme altogether too. The alter ego is blackface, or I don't know what the name they, they give him, right? Boogaloo. Boogaloo is what they used to call it back in the day. Okay, Boogaloo. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that scene in the that scene in the theater is interesting because you finally see this is towards the end of the season. Mm -hmm. You finally see why um, Henry is so troubled that he left his wife by herself. She couldn't be there for her, right? And then you have Boogaloo, you know, it's basically his conscience. It's like saying you weren't there to save your wife from and yeah. your kid. Ah, uh, that you know, this this show, guys, like this show is uh, in so many levels. It it hits you like every time. Um, mm -hmm. So there's many things that we go back and forth here, and so we may have to do a part two of this one of this uh uh what do you call it review because yeah. i like i like to spoil things and i'm sorry guys but <laughs> that's right sorry Not i know i started <laughs> <laughs> no I, this is cool um but yeah uh what do you think of that scene in particular in the theater that was really interesting to me the part that kind of like was provoking for me is when he was like, sit down inward, you're gonna watch this, you know? And I was just like, whoa, you know, like, was that necessary? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you have to call him that? Um, but I think, it already... was, I, think it, I think it was necessary to be honest with you. You. I, I do, I believe, I mean, I know it's, it's uh, the word has to be used in the right context. And this, I don't know why this, this made so much sense. Like it was really, there's no holes bar. So you're going to hear the words, every mm -hmm. N word, because there's many N words out there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's the 50s. And, and I think it's the, it's Henry's own, own, um, you know what I'm saying? Like the alter ego or mm -hmm. his own guilt is talking. Yeah. So, you know, you have to, you have to go there, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, I'm not a producer. I'm not a writer. So, you know, I, you know, I'm only here to kind of make sure I stay in, in my lane. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But that, that's, that's the part that was provoking for me and how he made him kind of made him like sit there and watch his wife get raped and watch his son get murdered. Um, as if he didn't have enough guilt, you know, already. Um, sometimes the details are necessary, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and yeah, I, I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. Rough, rough. Right. But I think it's, it shows you like, you know, like we we ourselves are our worst enemy, right? So that's what I, I was thinking of. Henry's own alter ego. <clears throat> it was what was 
basically his, his worst enemy too. Um, everybody has an alter ego in this show, by the way, guys. Uh, yeah. Another spoiler here, but <laughs> yeah, this actually uh, has to be a part two because we're coming down to this is like the first. This is a rough start, guys, of the show. So yeah, um, but before we go on the second, on the second part, <laughs> why don't you tell our our viewers where to see how do they get to a whole of uh, Lala your content. Uh, do you have, um, you know, your handles and your social media so people can actually yeah. come and see your content? Sure. If anyone's invited, they're public. Um, my my handle is Lala5709. Um, that's on TikTok. That's on Twitter. And that is on IG. Um, and... I don't really post a lot. <laughs> um, a lot of it's just kind of what I go through and like little reminders that I need to, you know, I want to go back and, you know, look and see what I was thinking that day and what what provoked me to 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 move in a positive way or whatever. So anyways, it's all positivity, nothing uh, too crazy. I do talk about, um, you know, some of the political stuff that goes on. Um, <clears throat> I like to kind of just put my pinky toe in it and not really like get up in somebody's face, but, uh, I, I just pray it comes across the first, the, you know, the right person and it gets them to thinking that's all I'm just, I just want people to think about things. That's all. But yeah, that's me. Right. Nothing, nothing too special. I mean, I think I'm special, but nothing too special. No, you're all special. Um, and uh, so we have, we have a few minutes left too. I just wanted to let people know that uh, we met through, did we meet through Joe? Mm -hmm. Joe Atang, okay. I remember the first time he called it in. You do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, my, heart, yeah. my heart, when you were talking, my heart went out to you then. And I always remembered your handle. Don't tell me what it's, I think it's something productions. Italo. And then like, that was it. It was just burnt in my mind after that. And so it, I, I don't know if you thought it was weird every time I'm like, Hey, Hey, you know, cause yeah. we don't really know each other. Um, but you know, I definitely sympathize with your story that day. And, um, you know, that's, that's no. just, <laughs> I don't I haven't heard your story. I don't know if I did or not. Uh, not a but... lot of people have, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't do lives or I don't do lives anymore. I tried. Um, I'm, this is just more authentic for me, you know, um, don't get me wrong. I'm still nervous, but just to sit and talk in front of the, the computer is very hard for me. Um, and then, you know, even the, the clubhouse thing, you know, I love clubhouse and, um, like it's so hard for me to like hold everything in till your till it's your turn, you know what I mean? And then it's like I don't know what I was gonna say, or you're gonna only get talk about what happened in the last five minutes versus the whole time you were there. You know, there's so many thoughts. So, yeah. anyways, it's just organic. <laughs> it's not organic for me. This is more organic. And um, I like I was telling you last night. I can't wait till we were allowed to get around. You know, all of our friends and all of our people because I. 
I think I've lost some social skills <laughs> during this time. Trust me, I have to. Like I, it is uh, after the pandemic. I think it's uh, it's hard for me to. Uh, I'm getting there, but it, it took me a while to get back. You know, like to social media and go back to uh, and have more of a conscious as to why am I doing this on social media. What content should I put? What content should I not? Um, yeah, it, it was a process for, for me to at the beginning of the year, as well as Joe, Joe uh, Atang too. He had to go take a break. Um, everybody has to take a break. I think that's the the point is uh, deal with your stuff, you know. And whenever you're ready to come back, you'll come back. If not, you're not ready. You're not ready. So, how long were you on hiatus? I was for a while. For about, I want to say three months. Yeah, same. So. It was about February when I when I left, and I just came back the last couple of weeks. Yeah, which is the best thing to do is just to take away, get away from it all, and come back. You know, I agree. Whenever you whenever you feel ready to come back, I guess you know. So. But anyways, Lala, we're going to take a break, uh, guys. Um, if you haven't seen the show, again, watch it and come back because we're going to spoil more for you in the next okay. half hour. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> This is guys part two. Uh, we already have spoiled many, many things about them. Now, yes. let me ask you, Lala, when you thought of the title, them, who do you think them were? Um, okay, so the black people, but just to change it, towards the end, then I saw it as the white folks. I don't know, did you get that or is that just me? <laughs> yeah, I totally did. <laughs> well, I totally did no, because, <laughs> yeah, at, fir at first, at first it's like, who is them? Them would be the new people in town or. Right. So that, that would be them. But then no, it, it, it flipped, it flipped the, the tables at the end. It's like, no, them. Yeah, they did. The ones outside on the lawn, the ones taunting us, the ones yeah. that are setting the house on fire. I mean, guys, there are so many things that happen to this family, and I'm quite sure there are based on on true events. That is. is the frightening, the most frightening thing. Regardless of the devil, regardless of all this other imagery that you see on the show. Yeah, take that part out. Take the mental, like the mental craziness and the devil part out of it and just boiling it down to behaviors. You know, like the, the black, you know, the Emory's never had a chance. Never had a chance. From the time they they pulled up on that street and was rolling down, all eyes were on them. And how do you not like see that and like oh it's fine you know what I mean like uh, no you know you, you, something's about to happen 
for sure. Right. And um, yeah, another aspect of the show uh, that I thought was interesting too, and I and I think uh, I could have used a little bit more of the story of the daughter, who, well, there's two daughters, but there's uh, the older daughter and the youngest one. The youngest one was interesting, but the the oldest one who has to go to school, and that interests another uh, a whole set of another set of things happening to, because every one of them has a, a, an experience, like the, the wife has an experience, the husband has an experience, the daughter has an experience. So every one of the characters, which I thought was really good, each one of them has to interact with them. And in doing that, they have to create these alter egos and they have to like, you know what I'm saying? Like deal. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with them? How do you? It's just so deep. Like this show is like, you know, and I don't know if you, realize, you realize or not, but the 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 struggle I'll call it with the the oldest daughter. Um, that's real. That's a real issue that not only I went through, but my daughter went through, you know what I mean? And to sit there and to know that you're not accepted, you know, know that uh, I was very fortunate and I didn't have to deal with the taunting, you know, I get to deal with grown ass women now but <laughs> I didn't have to deal with the taunting like she did in class, um, but my daughter did when she was five. Wow. And um, I like just thinking about it makes me want to cry. My daughter coming home and, and telling me she wishes she was white. She knows that they don't like her because of the color of her skin. And People can sit there and act like, you know, oh, it's not a big deal. This is not whatever. You know, your identity, and I don't know what age, because I'm sure you probably had to deal with it too. But to sit there and realize that if you just change your skin color, you would be accepted. And that's the one thing. You can change your hair. You can change your nail polish. You can change your clothes. cannot change your skin color. And... You know, I had to teach my daughter to love herself. You know, it is what it is. That's that's how God made you, you know. But the other part of that um, was the, luckily I didn't have to deal with this until she was a teenager, which I think is normal. But anyways, uh, <laughs> the whole fact that she didn't want to be like her mom, you know, that was so gut-wrenching as a mother. Um, and she had no idea what her mom had gone through. You know what I mean? Like to make, to make those quick, you know, we can sit there and talk to our kids about things in an appropriate way for them. Um, but they still come out and they have their own ideas and, oh, she's acting crazy is what the, the, the daughter called her mom. Why is mom acting crazy? And it's like, oh, yeah, it was tough. It's it was so tough hard. to watch because she's uh, the mother, well, the mother or the wife, I guess, uh, 
Lucky is her name, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Lucky is trying to deal with her grief and she doesn't even know how to deal with it. Just like the husband doesn't know how to deal with it. And the daughters don't even, you know what I'm saying? So there's so much unresolved issues by the time they move to Compton. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, having to deal with the taunting at school, that was, that was the one scene too, it gives me chills when she's being taunted and they're, you know, they're treating her like a monkey just spoke or something like that. Mm -hmm. Not only for the actress, who is, she's a really good actress, uh, the girl, I think she was in another show, another movie. Um, it was in Us. The oldest, the oldest show was she in Us. Was in us. Mm -hmm. And that's why people confuse this show with Us because, oh, it must be like Us, it must be like Jordan Peele. But no, guys, if you haven't seen them, you have to give it a chance. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about it in a minute, but <clears throat> yeah, so having her, having the paint, the, you know, the, the, the white paint, and she has to cover her face with white paint. And even her alter ego is white, who turns out to be the devil as well. And there are so many... Um, it's like self-hate, right? You're, you're yeah. hating your own yeah. self. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just so heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. Yeah. So heartbreaking. You have to watch it with... Uh, I mean, it helped me to help to watch it with people. I love, you know, to have a discussion afterwards because... It leaves you with that, you know, it leaves you like drained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad not we're doing that because I know that you are like, yeah. oh my God, episode 10. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck happened there? Um, yeah. So let's talk, about, let's talk about episode 10, shall we? Okay. Um, okay. which is going back to the 1800s, I guess, or I don't, I don't know what time, but it actually is happened. Ten or nine? The black and white, the black and white episode. I think it's episode nine. Am oh, I wrong? Episode nine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's okay. So episode nine goes back to the 1800s and I, I guess the setting is Compton. It's still Compton. Um, but the 1800s, obviously you don't know where you are. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And you have this uh, Amish kind of looking community. Yeah. So strange. Which could have could have happened anywhere, but for the sake of the story, it happened in Compton. And it's an all white community. I think they're they're German, I think. They're German or Dutch, yeah. Or, I, I detected uh, Dutch in their in their Dutch, maybe. Okay, European. Mm-hmm. So white Europeans live in this community and along comes this uh, African-American couple that are just going through, they're coming through uh, in their caravan and their mm -hmm. caravan breaks down. So they're forced to stay in this community and they promise, that's important to remember, yeah. they promise to take yeah. Yes. Um, and then you have the character with the tall hat, or <clears throat> I forget the name of the character. 
Uh, they, they, they call him the Black Hat Man. Yeah. I'm sure he had a name, but for the sake of the stories, the... His, the, his the son's Black name Hat. was Miles, but you're right. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. It's probably Miles. Yeah, you're right. But they, they ha he has like two two roles in the show. One of them is when back in the days when he was uh, a pilgrim or whatever. Right. And then he turns into devilish figure. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting character. So strange. So strange. So it's what, crazy oh. because there was a part that... Um, uh, Sorry, I don't know exactly where it's inserted. I know it's it's either inserted in nine or ten, where he's maybe it's nine towards the end, and the little boy is telling the guy in the black hat, um, like get into their heart and then like rip it out or something, something to that sort. And I was like, oh, because he when you first the black couple and him it was a great exchange you would have not had your you would not be like aware or maybe a little bit just because you know historical reasons but um but he was very welcoming he was very open and like hey you know well god says bring in you know and i was just like man i would have fell for it too you know what i mean <laughs> i would have fell for it that is yeah. the bad part. That's the sad part is that you you would trust them. You would be, you know, you're you're a God fearing man. You're a preacher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like he's like, hey, you seem stay harmless. With us. Yeah, very harmless. Stay with us until we'll we'll bring your stuff in and we'll fix your wagon and yada yada yada. And then it was the it was the women for me. Okay, the women when they were sitting in front of the the black lady, um, and they asked her like, "What was your what was your first language?" And she said English. Yeah. And then she said, "No, what was the first language you learned before English?" And she said, "Well, I've only known, you know, to be speaking English." I guess, and then they 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 chuckled because they she said, "I guess we're just Americans," and that oh my god, that <laughs> made me mad. That I made was me laughing until I was like, "How dare you laugh at that?" It's like, right? Just as American as you are. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It's so right. upsetting. that got me. Oh, that got because me. Because that but happens. It, it makes you think. It, it, that, that's what happens nowadays. You know, they go back to your country or go back to Africa or whatever. I mm -hmm. was born in America. You were born in America, right? For the most mm -hmm. part. Um, when you say go back to your country, what about your country? If you're talking about to a European right. descent, descendant. Everyone is, is, this is how I see it. Everyone, are, everyone in America is immigrant except for the Native American and the Black people. Native American, they were here first, and whoever else, because I know there were some Spaniards and all that stuff or whatever, like whatever. But then we were inserted 
into this place. So we didn't choose to be here. So like, don't call me an immigrant. Or like, I even take not a sense, but I don't accept the term African-American, but I also, African-American, like I can tell you the last five generations were born here in America and how much does it take for me to be called an American? How much? Because I, I, I have no Don't even get into the whole mixes. Yeah. you know what do we call you what do we call them european european americans or what, what do we call you know what i'm saying like yeah i do and i'm only laughing because i, I chuckle because i i've contemplated playing on on that same line you know what i mean like they when you look at these governmental forms that says are you caucasian no, first, you know, are you Hispanic, non-Hispanic? Are you Caucasian? Are you African-American? Are you, you know what I mean? Like all this other stuff. And I remember like filling out forms for my daughter and like, I'm not checking African-American. I would draw a box and put human check. And I went back and forth with her. I swear to God, I went back and forth with her school for a year and a half. They would send me that form every couple of months and I would do the same damn thing. And I was like, get this out of my face. You know what I mean? Like, but I was listening to somebody today and they were like, so, and I'm playing with the concept of being like, I I was a slave from Africa that was inserted into America. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Box. You know what I mean? So like, that's where I'm, I'm kind of leading towards being kind of cheeky in that way or whatever. It just makes me, it, it infuriates me when people like want you to be, just check a box, just yeah. check a box. Fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's what I, we're trying to do in the show is um, make, make, this show is made, made to be for those people that are saying I'm not a racist. And after watching the show, I am quite sure there are some things that I said. And, you know, coming from the white perspective, I'm, I'm Hispanic, sure, so, sure. and I'm like, Here's the th- some of the things that are saying, I, my family said it. And so does that make me a racist? Or, or maybe I thought of those things. Does that make me a racist? I think it, it just, you know, it, it, it makes you real, it makes you self-reflect before you speak this lady said something today that really resonated with me she said yes it makes you racist or it makes you like if you're aware of it that you just said that and you know that that was a racist comment the next time you say it makes you a racist because you know better you know what i mean like you know better and i thought that was a gem you know what I mean? Like that was a gem. Like, yeah. here's the thing: people are forgiving. I know a lot of people that are forgiving, um, and I give grace to everybody because I want the same thing. But if you're not willing to work on yourself, you know what I mean? Then I just can't. I can't be that person. You know what I mean? Like I can't be your sounding board. I can't be like, let's go get coffee. I can't do that. Um, but. Yeah. Like just kind of going back to the show, 
um, the, the first lady who was just like kind of in their faith and like, un, like unforgiving, pushing the men to do more, like it's time, you know, I don't know how I felt when, <laughs> when the guy kind of kidnapped her, I guess you could call it like held her hostage. Um, it, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it, it was coming you know what I mean? Like something was coming your way and it just happened to be that guy. Um, but then I still felt bad because like, she thought she was getting help for herself. You know what I mean? Like, which is weird. I know kind of feeling sorry for the white lady, but, um, which character are we talking about? Sorry. I, I the, lost main, track. the main white chick, the main white chick. Um, oh, you mean Be- the- Betty, Betty. Yeah, the one that lived across the, the street. Okay, yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the neighbor. She was, <laughs> oh my God, she was horrific. But like the fact that she got what she, you know, she got. Karen, it's a Karen. But yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, let's just be real. That's a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a Karen on 10. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. she was had nothing, nothing. <laughs> She's a 1950s, 1950s version of a Karen. For sure. There you go. There you go. The original Karens. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the original Karens. Here they come. Yeah, they're gonna sit on your. They're gonna sit on your lawn, play their music in front of your house. Um, the pettiness, <laughs> right? Oh my god! Oh my god! That made you know, me so uncomfortable. <laughs> that made me so yeah. uncomfortable. I'm like, what are you doing in my lawn? Oh the nerve! The nerve! The nerve! And but you can see how can, you can see how she spread her you know, Venom, because the other the other neighbors yeah. were not that racist. They, I mean, they were, no. but they were not they were, but they young were old, like, yeah. She was yeah. like, she, you know, she was like pulling it out of them. Like, don't you yeah. feel unsafe with her? And don't you feel that they shouldn't be father. here? Our <laughs> Like, bad. She, she said, our father, <laughs> you know, this isn't a, privilege it's a right you know like we have the right to live in a neighborhood without blacks and I thought what <laughs> this is so much it's so she much. has the she has like the most uh every time she talked she's she opened her mouth I was like what are you gonna say like what are you gonna say yeah. right now Betty and, and you <laughs> of course you have to be a Betty uh. right <laughs> did, okay so did you did how did you feel about her um, dynamic with her her core family? Oh, um, you know what? Okay, so they wanted us to feel or to get to know her background. I guess it was the the point of that was to know that she came from an abusive um, an abusive house, and and there was some incest or there was some something happened in that family that wasn't yeah. really that clear yeah <clears throat> but it was kind of like implied like she was abused sexually mm-hmm. and and even the mother was like what why do you come back for you shouldn't have come back 
So that thing was interesting, but it kind of like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care yeah, what you went through. I love it. So it doesn't, it doesn't make you feel right. Yes. So it doesn't make you feel like, oh, that's how it all boiled. Uh, oh, poor, poor Betty. No. <laughs> love it. Okay, well, that's messed up, but still, you're still a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's still not right. That's still not right. And your, hus and your husband and her husband, who was the only redeeming, the redeeming character of the show, I guess. Yeah. Was gay. Do you know that? Yeah, I love that. I loved it when when they got, when the cop is when I picked it up when the cop was like hey so my boy saw you at this bar and he was like uh uh I guess you were at the wrong bar and he was like yeah exactly and I thought yeah. that was gold again like pay attention to what's going on in your own house child you know what I mean like right. you heard across you're the so focused you're so focused on the neighbors Exactly. <laughs> your totally house. miss your man. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the fact that I guess the fact that she couldn't have ch or she lost children or she couldn't have children was another. She couldn't have, couldn't have And maybe it's from the the incest part, you know. <clears throat> it seemed like that was like a legit, like fabric of his relationship with his daughter. You yeah. know. I didn't, I didn't think that she got what she deserved at the end. Sorry. No, they could have went further. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Really? That's it? I know. What are you talking about? They know when to say the N-word and to evoke that emotion. Why couldn't they evoke the, you know, the emotion of her getting it? You know what I mean? Yeah, she, sh she should have been in that, uh, in the Amish community. Have them torture her a and little bit. Exactly. <laughs> you can watch her so learn. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was hoping she would come back to the community or she would come back to the neighborhood again, alive yeah. somehow. <clears throat> I don't know. That's, that was just my opinion. But a lot of people that I, I actually was, after I saw the whole thing, mm -hmm. a lot of people were saying the same thing that they're like, we didn't, there was no point on her with a milkman okay whatever <laughs> like that kind of killed the mood of the show that the show was more about the yeah you know the african-american couple and then betty was kind of like the villain of the story so yeah of course you have to have a little background fine yeah yeah and the What's affair the was kind of like to leave and go to the the milkman you know farm is just too much <laughs> it was a little corny in my opinion like super okay, <laughs> okay but it wasn't really neat then she was held captive crazy, crazy. <clears throat> yeah okay. but hey i guess she got what she deserved at the end but yeah yeah that's um that's all we could say she got some. So what else have we talk about? I don't know. What else did you find out interesting about the show? Because I don't mm. know what else okay. to talk about. There's so much things, so many things to talk about. Yeah, I got you right here. Uh, I was blown away when they had that big... Um, meeting the the like the bankers 
were all sitting there and it was uh, so strategic. Uh, yes. And I totally see that. Like, that's a fact. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fact. Like, that's not made up. They were so strategic into what neighborhood they were going to allow black people to get into so they could take over and like resell everything and build new houses and it was such an american move you know what i mean like i oh, mm-hmm. it, it makes me sick mm-hmm. thinking about it it makes me sick now knowing how hard it is for people to get because they talk about they sell the like they they sell the houses and they charge the 20 percent you know, to the black people. And then it's like 7% for like the white people. Facts, you know what I mean? I'm sure that still goes down today, right? Uh, maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but like if they, they can get away with it, they do. Um, and then how that kind of closes the door on home ownership to people, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so freaking sad. It's so sad that, that, yeah. that touched my yeah. Oh man! Well, then, and then that. red light, red lightning happened in the, everywhere in the country. I think it happened uh, in Chicago, New York, you know, all the major cities, you could say. And yeah. I think they benefited. The banks, the banks benefited from that when the African Americans moved back to those communities. They prefer to have them because they can charge them more for the mm-hmm. mortgage. Which I, I didn't understand that concept. I'm like, I don't understand. But now I understand this, this movie or this that episode that, yeah. And actually I wanted to break that down and put it on TikTok, but it was kind of long. Mm. I couldn't really fit yeah. it into that. But I, I went yeah. into, you know, YouTube, you can, you can just type in red lining and you're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, documentaries about it and just real, real stories and, and how it affects the, it affects the, not only the African-American community, but every other, everybody else yeah. in the community is affected by it. For sure. Like, we were the guinea pigs, and they were like, let's try it on, you know, the Hispanic folks, and, and I would say Asian folks, but I'm not really sure. I feel like they, I don't know, I'm not really sure, but um, yeah, wow. anybody but white folks. <laughs> right, basically. If you're, other, if you're other, even the right. human one. <laughs> really really it's bad it was that was such a rough thing and then to know like that still lingers today you know yeah. what I mean like so many that still lingers today it just ugh. yeah so annoying. yeah that was a good thank you for bringing that up because I, I actually made it a point to talk about redlining in this episode and uh that's bottom line you know, uh, what's happening today in today's, you know, uh, society. Um, yeah, we still have that. We still have the segregation in, in a way. We're segregated a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. still. Um, I, I right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, like, I, I'm blessed. I live in a great apartment and, and you know, well, we don't have to worry about <laughs> I still hear the the ambulance and police, you know, police cars or whatever, but like, they're not coming to my neighborhood, you know, I know for a fact, you know, um, and it's, I may have seen one ambulance come to my, my apartment complex, but 
yeah, that's not happening. Like that's not happening. Like I can choose, right? I can choose here or here. Don't worry. I mean, we are paying the price. You know what I mean? We're paying the price for security, right? But um, I'm a Houston. I don't know if you remember that. But um, you know, going here and and you're paying less. Like it's some shady mofos. You know what I mean? Like, and and I don't care what color they are. Shady, shady. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be uncomfortable regardless. Um, right. but yeah. yeah, it's a lot, a lot to unpack. Uh, not only, um, yeah, it, it's just so many things happening. I'm, I have so many things in my head right now and I'm like, no. I'm trying to focus on the show. So I'm just going to like, yeah. all right, let's just yeah. focus on the show. But Sorry. yeah, there's so many more things we can talk about. And so let me just, uh, put my blinders here. Put them back <laughs> on. Gotcha. But uh, I do want to thank you, Lala. This has actually been, I'm glad that we talked, that we are talking for the first time. We haven't, I haven't seen you face to face. So I am looking forward to, to, to doing this more often, maybe another show, another movie or anything else. Uh, Aretha Franklin has a, have you seen the, I the series? Not. I have not. It looked good, but. It's amazing. Like it, it okay. is good. Yes, okay. I know. I know Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson will do a, a great job, but um, I forget the name of this actress. But it's a series. It's on Prime, I think. It's called. Um, what's the name of the show? Um, oh my God, I forgot about it. I'll send you the information. But it's a, yeah. it's a series. It's a series on. I think I've made yeah, I'll have to. I'll, yeah, let me know. If not, I'll just Google it and see. Okay. You know, let me do it right now since we're already okay. on. It. But yeah, it's a new it's a new show and it's a series. Um, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Yeah, we should talk about that one. Respect? No, it's not respect. Respect no, is the movie series. Um, on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Is it? Yeah. Genius. It's called Genius. Yeah. So it's Genius and it's, it stars uh, Cynthia Erivo. I forget where she was on. Oh, no, you know what? She was on this other movie about... Um... Anyways, I forgot. <laughs> I've seen her before in another another movie, mm-hmm. and it had to do with um, oh my god, I, I'm blacked out. I'm, I'm, I wasn't ready for this right now, but she was in another. Remember the uh, the woman that fought to to free the slaves back in the That's days. Harriet That's it, Tubman. She was Harriet, so she played Harriet. But yeah. You should, you should check out one then check okay, that I'm one gonna challenge you. I'm gonna challenge you to, to watch something it's it's an older show but it's damn good it's called uh, uh, runaways runaways I'll, I'll have to underground that's what it's called underground it's a show mm-hmm. it's on Hulu there's a couple of there's a quite a few episodes. I think it's a couple of seasons, maybe two, maybe three seasons. Um, 
really good. Super mad they cut it off because it was really good. There's one one speech that Harriet Tubman gives. She gave it to um, the government. You know, it was like a secret government, you know, like uh, meeting. And she slipped in because she was wanted, right? And she talked to them. And I mean, to this day, that that speech gives me chills because it was it was amazing. But it's one of those shows that I will still watch uh, every you know, at least once a year, I think, because it's just that good. It's that good. I think you'll like it. I'll check it out. It's, it's going to be on my my what to watch list. Sure. <laughs> I, I thank you, Lala, for coming in. We're going to come. We're going to wrap it up because we have like three minutes left. But I do want to thank you for giving me the chance to to talk about them because I was like, I want to talk about it. I don't know who. <laughs> thank you for inviting me to do it because it was so good. And I enjoyed unpacking it with you. It was good. Great. Pretty nice, huh? Bigger than I looked in the pictures. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. You couldn't imagine a nicer place to live. I wish I was home. I wish I was back there with the things I've been knowing. This home is ours. Begins with one family. They came from someplace worse. We'll have to make this place worse. What's worse than worse? Heard them folks in Compton straight up evil, man. Fuck this. There's something bad in this house. I don't like it. We got our eyes on you. <laughs> we do this till it gets done.